It's the Daily Talk Show episode 272. Are you feeling that um, anxiety around having eaten something and that smell? I, I get that more with coffee. I do? Like just that I might have coffee breath. Is that yes. what you're talking about? Yeah, well, we just ate some beef that you'd prepared, mm-hmm. Chef Josh. But a lot of flavour, so I'm feeling like... Was there garlic in that? Only a... S- mm. No. I don't think there yeah. was. I made onion, that's what you're tasting. You're tasting yeah. raw onion. That's exactly Because I sprinkled the raw onion on it. It does. Uh, people with bad breath, do they know? <laughs> I've <laughs> never been close enough to someone with bad breath to tell them. Yeah. Like I've never, like as in uh, the relationship has You've been cared, You enough. haven't cared enough about a yeah. person. But there are some people them. that I know that are just shocking. I remember a few names from primary school. I won't say them now, but... Yeah, distinctly, they had bad breath. Mm. And it was always a, a thing where it's like, like people would give each other shit back in the day. It's the brushing of the tongue, isn't it? Well, this is the thing. I mean, is that what you brush your tongue? Ne- no, I don't. Okay. But I don't think I have bad breath. Would you tell me if I had bad breath? Mm, no. You wouldn't? No, I don't think so. It would have to be in some form of argument. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just your fucking breath stinks. Just <laughs> like, stop yelling. Whoa, whoa, where did that come from? Do you think? Oh, that's pretty... Look, if you know you have bad breath and you can't do anything about mm. it or you can't afford, this is... What do you mean can't common. afford? Well, if your teeth are rotten and you you know I've got rotten teeth, therefore that's why my breath smells mm-hmm. and I can't afford it. I don't. This isn't about you. This is the people that... I mean, there's something in it when there's a. Good I'm sure that you can person. still, even if you had little stubs as teeth, I'm sure you could keep them clean. It's all. I think a lot of the bacteria is on the tongue. Man, personal hygiene for some people, it's just not on their radar. Since uh, watching the that video I was telling you about from that Stallman dude. Oh yeah, the guy that um, that doesn't wash his clothes, he just washes himself. <laughs> I've been doing like every. I've my um, you know how I used to get pimples on the back yeah. of my head. Way less now because every. I am showering twice a day. Okay. And so I reckon, because I sweat heaps, I think the last one that I do at the end of the day mm. helps a lot. Mm. It's a cold shower that I do. Yeah, that's good. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, if you exercise or you're in a sweaty climate like we are right now, mm. you should probably, if you are fortunate enough to be able to shower a couple of times a day. Do you think um, on the dental hygiene stuff, how would you keep, so we're looking after a dog at the moment, Archie, mm. how would you keep his breath smelling fresh? Oh, some dogs have, like if they get a, uh, my brother, I was at his place on the weekend. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get get the, Jazzy's got something caught in her teeth. And she gets sticks, like um. little pieces of st- stick caught in, which makes her breath just go rancid. Really? Stick's been sticks. in there for a couple of days. And uh. I was like, yeah, I, get, I think this is a, if you're like a. wood, like wet wood. When Conspiracy Jimmy cracked it because we wet our wood and it smelt like shit. So the wet, wet wood in the mouth mm, from, is not good. From the stick, yeah, it starts smelling bad. But man, some dogs. I know the dog that you're talking about. Well, we tried st- to. F- stinks. I, no fixing that. I gave um, the dog I'm looking after a bone last night mm. from the lamb. Are you allowed to do that? Uh, no, I don't think you were meant to give dogs cooked bones. Because he ate the whole thing. As in the bone. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely just proved my proved my. Theory. Because I went out, I'm like, I'm like, here you go, Archie. And he was like eating it and they're here. Yeah. <coughs> eats the, ate, yeah. ate the whole thing. Do you reckon he's going to be in pain tonight when he does a poo? Hopefully not. Okay. My, my, my mate's dad fed his Jack Russell everything. The thing was really? just a little. Just a little bullet. A little rubbish bin. <laughs> 
eating wings. Jack like Russell's some. on. Uh, never, never my top pick in Over dogs. The dogs. Oh, some yappy. of them are great. <laughs> some of them, but this one, Maxi Boy, is. You know how an animal, and if you've got an animal at home, I'm sure you can relate. Personality. Yeah, they're just my dog that I grew up with. His name was Robbie. Uh-huh. He was a 101 Dalmatian. It was a spotted Dalmatian. Dalmatians okay. are spotted. Some 101 bit is the amount of dogs, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, the film, 101, 101 Dalmatians. But was the, was the, what was the premise of that story? <laughs> I can't remember. 101 Dalmatians. Was there Treville? It was about was it uh, Tra- Cravella Treville? Travella <laughs> Creville? <laughs> you know what the I'm witch. talking about? Yeah, I know what you mean. I, maybe we're blending a few stories. No, keep, keep going though. Coella Deville. Maybe that was it. Um, so, yeah, we had a, uh, a dog and we got him when we were – well, I got him in my life when Cruella I was born. Deville. Yeah, Cruella. Cruella Deville. It's a f- fictional character. Oh, yeah. Um, Rich, wealthy nov- woman. Yeah, is a fictional character created by English author Dodie Smith yeah. as the main antagonist of her 1956 novel, The 101 Dimensions. Yeah. I love Dimension. that film. And I loved it that we had, a, that we had one. So it was a real novel, but Robbie, he's just his personality was so so lovely, and we were best mates. He died when I was sixteen or sixteen and seventeen, and he went out fighting. We had him put down, and the the vet came over yeah. to um, euthanize him, euthanize, s- sticks the sticks the thing in his leg, and I'm there just so devoted, and he just turns his head. Nearly chews this guy's arm off. Because well, like, he's fucking dying. Yeah, but he went out fighting. Well, we've got uh, Kim Lamb on the show tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Uh, who knows heaps about killing animals because she's a vet. <laughs> veterinarian. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be, we can ask her. Because I did say the uh, like a while ago <laughs> about the platypus, uh, how you kill a platypus. Well, you were saying about a, a book that... That is, she's working on, that yeah. she's working on, a coffee table book that explores how animals, how you need to... Kill them. But we'll like in a beautiful down. illustration type of yeah, book. It, it's a great idea. I'll read it. Mm. But you butchered one of her, yeah, her yeah. things. We'll, we'll get her to clear it yeah, up on the show yeah, tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Uh, t- today we're actually doing it late. It's currently 3.15. Mm. I think I've got a meeting at 4.30. Do you? That's fine. We'll, uh, get, that, we'll get it done. The uh, Mr. 97 isn't here today. He's been filming all of them. We sent him home. Yeah. It's hot. It's another 34 degree day. Mm-hmm. So he's had a hot day. Yeah. Well, he came in at, uh, what, nine o'clock, ready mm. to do the show. Yeah. You and I had a blowout. Yeah. Blow up? Blow up. Yeah, sent him home. <laughs> and he, so was, he, he, was, he was the, uh, the uh, he wasn't involved in the blow up. No, he, he was a he casualty was, of a ca- the blow up. 100% a casualty. Well, where did the blow up stem from? And, I, and feedback from Jimmy, Conspiracy Jimmy, was that he doesn't like us talking about our problems. Oh, on the show. On the show. Okay. But I think... The problem that we well, had. He, did, he, he walked past before and said, "Stop fighting!" Yeah, yeah, like this. Like I said, is that from childhood? That yeah. trigger, a little <laughs> yeah. bit like that. So what he doesn't like? Yeah, he was saying that he was tuning out when we talk about our problems. Yeah, but I think this has this is very much in tune with creators, people who are in any creative endeavor, mm. or even business, or I guess life. We're talking about how to collaborate. Mm-hmm. Right now we're having a conversation. You could say this is a collaboration. We haven't really talked about what we're going to be talking about what today. What the rules are. Yeah, what the rules are. We've just It's very loose. We don't edit it. So we've taken a lot of the barriers away mm-hmm. from the collaboration. Yeah, But we've started to do uh, – we're going to be doing original short-form documentaries. Yeah. And 
in like in theory, it's like get together with your mate and make a video together. But I kind of did this sort of. I wrote out. Looks a bit. This wonky. was post argument, by the this way. Is this is post argument. <laughs> it's uh, me writing out, trying to see where we aren't on the same page, or just that we've just we are two different people with two mm-hmm. different views of approaching things yep. and situations in the world. And so I wrote as a as a question: What needs to be decided on to collaborate? And so this is a whole bunch of thoughts and areas to think of before you collaborate, because. People could be watching going, yeah, you guys already do collaborate. It's in a certain arena. And so then when you go outside that, it completely changes. So when it comes to the video, Mm. I was like, hey, I want to, I think, um, I want want us to do a video today. Mm. Uh, I was thinking about this. Mm. And then you're like, "Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I was, I was, and what we've worked out was my, I don't know was, do you, and I wrote some questions here. Um, uh, does everything have to be mutual? Which is a key thing. When you're collaborating, do you both need to mutually agree upon an idea? Well, well you need to have a leader, don't you? Well, this is the thing. I think where we went wrong is it's a different... Like if we outline the roles within a business or within some kind of creative endeavour, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Now, after post-blow-up, to have a leader even when you are in a partnership yeah, in well, different areas. It needs varying. to change depending on – I don't want to be leading all the time. No. And the other thing too is I don't want to – it's the pushback. Like I, the thing that I struggle with is like you be an employee, you get told no a bunch of times and then you go out and you go, fuck it, I'm going to work for myself. And then you do that. Mm. And then a business partnership is sort of like having two people with, with equal say. Yeah. And so maybe that's where it's like you can go wrong if you both think you need equal say for the video. Yeah. Like I, I feel like part of it too is um, what what reaction could I have to this right now? Mm. So like I think if you come up with an idea, I need to try and like knowing the fact that mm. we have enough negativity in our own minds about our ideas. Lizard brain. Yeah, that we probably need to, we don't need another fucking negative, a reason why it's not going to work. Mm. The dude's from, um, uh, what's the book I'm reading? Uh, er, work Doesn't Have to Be Crazy. Yeah, um, uh, 37 Signals. Uh, that's their old, uh, base camp. Base camp. So the they guys, used to be called 37 The bo- guys from base camp have a rule where someone spends time thinking about an idea and they have them present the idea. No one's actually allowed to say anything about the idea. Mm-hmm. They can take notes and they reconvene a day later, a week later, to then um, basically outline what they were thinking about it because now you've thought about what it is. How, it would you been feel, how would you feel about going through that process? Of you doing an idea? Would you, Do you think there would be... An anxiety of seeing me writing down. Like I just can imagine me being a smug fuck. Or, or maybe, okay, maybe not even notes. Like take that off the table because I get that someone would be like, hmm, yeah. oh, being assessed. Oh, I see what you're doing there. But maybe it's like pitching your idea to sort of because you need to. I hate fucking through. pitching. This is my problem. But I don't want to have to pitch. I just want to fucking make the thing. Yeah, but I think that's where collaborating with somebody else or within a team, within a business, there has to be some level of. Can you of, collaborate? Hey, I've thought about this more than you. Here it is. Here's the painting. And now let's go and do it. Or the alternative is 
No, I'm literally just going to run my own show here yeah. and you're along for the ride. Which do you think, like a director and a film, yeah. what sort of collaboration are they doing? No, I think they're taking charge. They're telling people what to do. Mm. They're telling the cinematographer, the DOP, well, they're saying to the I de- need the shot to look like this. You need to make it exactly how I, I yeah. want it to look. He, and they've got, whether it be they've written the script, so they've... Some directors don't write the script. Some directors do. They're writer-directors. So if they're a writer-director, they've got, they've taken it from very early days to, you know, actually making this thing a reality. So how do you take the collaboration? St- like, because that's all fine. There's mm. going to be issues with collaboration. But how do we, st- how do we get to a point where like, we've probably had half a dozen times in the last like six months or whatever mm. where it's like knocked out an entire day. an argument mm. in the morning has knocked out an mm. entire day mm. how do you stop that from happening do you think well i think these like i hadn't thought about collaboration this deep ever and i hadn't had to consider i've made a hundred videos over time and i hadn't had to consider someone else or what they thought about what i'm making because it's sort of the selfish me is just like, I don't want to fucking have to. Ha- I just want to make the thing. Yeah. Because the I thing is we didn't make, like, we've walked away today without making anything. Yeah. And and Mason, I hope he made it home safe. Yeah, Mr. 97. Uh, yeah. He had a dental appointment at no, two. He did. Um, <laughs> and it's not because he has bad breath and we're trying to get no. it sorted for him. No, no, no. <laughs> He's got great. No, teeth. I think, but is there some level of, not sacrifice, what did I write here? compromise when collaborating so we're in a business we're both wanting to do x y and z i might not want to actually do y and you want to do x and y so how do you work out the boundaries well i think if the compromise you're a strong person in terms of what you want to do and not doing much outside of what you want to do mm. and so am i and but so because i but i think that it's like oh i'll do anything as long as you can convince me but maybe yeah, but I so don't. I don't do shit I don't want to do. And so the th- the thought is then, how do you collaborate on mine? If collaboration, if what we've determined collaboration is, someone leads. How do you then support somebody in a collabor- collaborative moment? Well, it depends. If you need me to, it's. I guess. It it's, come, why does it come with a caveat? Well, no. I think it just. It's. Uh, what What is the role of the other person? So you got the leader. Mm. Then what is the role of the other person? Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily to put on more ideas mm. and say, oh, we could, or we could do this, yeah, or we could do maybe, that. Yeah, but maybe, so maybe those guys, the base camp idea is in a business where we all need to be on this or there's a big change that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. We're talking like small video, you know, not being the exact, it's, it's very hard. Like I wonder some of the bigger projects, I don't know enough about people who have collaborated. Yeah. So this is why we're sort of, in uncharted water for both of us because we haven't done a great deal of collaboration. One so of us has been need, leading it. So if, if I was to lead on that project and said, mm. hey, I want to do this video on this thing. Yeah. It changes an approach because if I thought that I'm coming to it with, great, we're creating something equally, but maybe I had it completely wrong about what a collaboration is. But does that – because it – because you can collaborate with not being equal. You could collaborate and still – I worry that the alternative is, oh, you're leading, so I'll just fucking do whatever you say. No, I don't act like that ever though. No, but but that, that just naturally happens. So how do you have collaboration where there's still that level of honesty? Yeah, I think it's a, the conversation 
and actually working out the difference and not sort of if you maybe you're collab- collaborating you're clashing because there's someone who's strong with their idea and you're like yeah. I'm just fucking doing it because he says like it's actually it's easier for me to cope with life by saying yes and so I think if it's I would need to come into it it's like great you've got this concept mm-hmm. I know you you've got a you I know you've got a great mind you can nail any any idea you put your mind to so I'm your set of hands. How do I make this the best version for you? Do I hold the camera now? Do you want me to fucking set that up? Um, your anxiety here could be around presenting this piece to camera where you've got to focus on the script and I'm just, I've got you, I've got you, I've got the fucking, mm. I know the camera settings are all good and so then that's where I'm like, I'm actually a pair of hands. And it's changing status. 100%. Because if you think about it, there's... If you're a, from traditional media, I guess you're on-camera talent and yeah. you do the thing mm. versus this is, yeah, you're sort of dropping in different roles mm. that requires you to uh, just shutting shutting up. Mm. I'm not good at shutting up. Mm. I, like even when I was interning <laughs> when I was young, I was like, I'll tell. <laughs> what was that? Who did you tell? Oh, no, you were counselling an old dude about how yeah, like a, maybe this job's not for you. Yeah, <laughs> I was the intern. I was saying that. No, but I also remember <laughs> so I was working good. on a – a short film and it turns out that the reason they got me on, it was a guy who was on, um, I think it was an Australian show called Cop Shop mm. back in the day. And he was, he was an actor uh, turned director. So he was an actor on that show yeah. and he was directing this short film. And I found a call out somewhere about, oh, we need a student to help us on this film. And it turns out the reason they did it was because they wanted um, uh, student permits access to student permits for locations. Uh. So they got me involved so they could so they <laughs> could do that. The thing was they gave me like a sort of a decent title, like assistant director. <laughs> and so an assistant director for people who don't know yeah. within film and TV, it's like the organiser or whatever. They'll be – they're not actually directing the scene. They're getting uh, – they might be sorting out location stuff or getting mm. talent organised. But I just took it upon myself to – Provide feedback on stuff. Oh, like, oh, stuff yeah. yeah, maybe you could do like just yeah. assisting in provide. Yeah. I just remember afterwards being like, I maybe um, read it wrong. Mm. So you've been a self-proclaimed bad collaborator. That's mm. what you've said to me. Which and is fucking annoying, right? Because I tell you that. So then anytime there's an argument, you're like, well, you're just not good at collaborating. Yeah. No, no, I've said you said that. I make sure that I say that. Yeah, but, but, so no, but what I'm actually thinking is maybe I'm not. And and there is like personality traits where you are fo- you can follow instructions. I was talking over the weekend with somebody about it was about being an employee and your personality traits. And it's like, do you follow instructions? Mm-hmm. Do you work well with the team? It's like this questionnaire that you can answer that tells you this. But I don't know. I think what we're talking about is two people that are of the similar type, where yeah. it's like I've made my own stuff and done it my way, and so it's but hard you don't to switch. Seem to, you don't get super nasty, maybe. I think I get like I have like a all-in approach to these things. Yeah, but I th- and then think? there's a, well, I guess the the worry about going that approach, degrade player. I worry yeah. about that approach is that. You will take anything really to heart if because it's challenging you as this sh- whole person. So if I ever say, if I challenge an idea of yours, yeah. which sometimes maybe they need to be, you challenge my ideas. But part of it is like I'm saying it to provoke something. Yeah. It's but like I'm I, saying it's like... But I think if like you're saying it to provoke, it's like don't ask the question you potentially... Yeah, those guys from Basecamp also say like bosses that come in and ask about a project, 
if you're not ready to hear the answer, which is it's not going to be done when in another two weeks, mm. maybe hold off asking the question. And so if you're not up for the answers of the question, it's like maybe there's a pre-thought of don't ask the fucking So how much is yet. honesty good though? Like, is yeah, the, it's a hard Because is the a thing hard is one. like sometimes I'm feeling these things and it's like sometimes you think real negative stuff about people mm. that we're working with that we're just fucking over. Yeah. There's, um, well, do you need to talk about your compromise is what I wrote, which is a level of honesty because maybe you hold back what you're actually compromising on because it's not beneficial for me to tell you I'm not actually that into that part of it or how mm. you do it. Yeah. I know you are, so I'm actually compromising the output based on my thinking, but I don't think – I think, yeah. This is where I, I think it literally is if you're collaborating with somebody on a video, someone lead the project. And so that – like how do you enter into that? Because otherwise it would just be one person constantly puts their hand up. Oh, no, I think you – I think for like – there's a schedule. I mean, we're in a different boat where we've got a business together and we've got time across a week. It doesn't make sense for one person just to be making videos. It's like I'm actually your hand helper for the day mm. and you're my hand helper for the next day. Do you find I get a lot of energy from the idea of throwing everything in? <laughs> As in just done. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, it be, it's, it's yeah. an opportunity to, to rebuild. I'm like, yeah, okay, but I also, where am I working now? I also worry that the hard the hard bit is the good bit. The What does that mean? The the relationship I've got with my wife that I've built over five we've nearly been together 5 years. We've been through a lot up and down and I but I have never thought about I want to end this. So how do you know though? Like when is someone in a relationship where they're like actually oh, fuck, I don't know. This is a hard thing. I for me, I feel it. I know it. Deep down, there's a there's a thought there that I just can't shake. But I've managed to work out whether that's just stimulated by my annoyance for the fact that she doesn't pick her underwear up. That's actually me. That was her annoyance. I, 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 I assumed. <laughs> and so, so, but when is it? When do we like? If we're seeking a happy life, if we want a happy life, yeah. if you're annoying the shit out of me four days a week mm. for. Uh, Three weeks, yeah. which is maybe two days or one day. Like yeah, you've one, blown it out. One hour of uh, every second day, yeah. there's something annoying happens. How many yeah. times do we do that before? It's the same with you. Like I annoy the fuck out of you all the time. But yeah. you seem to be like, oh, that's just a part of doing business. Well, I see it as a part of the big picture because if the big picture is a commitment to it, yeah. you, <laughs> we've, been, we've had this – had this podcast for only a year. Yeah. We've had the business for like operating for only six months. And like I, I it's pr- sticking at shit. Like there could be a friction point for two years with some businesses. Mm. I, re- I just reckon that is reality. Is there, of, you know, the whole thing of, uh, you know, the opposite could also be true. Yeah. Like part of it is, so I can go from two levels of thinking this is the hard bit now. Mm. It's going to get easier. Yeah. Right? It's like uh, we're building stuff so it gets easier. The other option is we're in a, the honeymoon phase and we're already fucking having fights on our honeymoon. Mm. That's a reality for a lot of people out there. They're, they're Did you fights. have a fight on your honeymoon? Oh, I think it's travelling. And yeah, yeah. That's I don't think yes. we definitely <laughs> had travelling. But I've got yeah. the best relationship with Amy. Yeah. and so, But we still... Fine. Yeah, and fucking, yeah, and so... I but so that's what I'm trying to understand. It's like yeah. this is 
this is the health, the fights and stuff we have is because we're honest, mm. but it's also the uh, mm. the pain. I think it's like, I don't know. I think it's in your. I think we construct these scenarios, and that's why I I tend to not just walk away from things straight away mm. because I know I could construct a scenario if I start thinking about what I could do as a solo creator. But it's like not – I think – You don't think – you don't ever do that? Because I don't it's think it's productive. I actually don't think it's productive and I'm also not not listening to myself. But don't think it's potentially – I don't want to ever feel like I'm trapped. Yeah. So I like to know that even if mm. everything's fucking amazing – what was that noise? Mm. Did you hear that? Or was that no. just the chair or something? I might have just moved. Uh, um, a bit hot. The uh, Yeah, like I feel it's freeing to know that any time I can quit this or quit that or do that. And then yeah. I enter in, like I have to exit out. I'm like almost, I'm resigning from this. I'm finishing up. I'm yeah. done. And then I'm like, okay, what happens if I reframe this and I yeah. do this again and I add a bit in and I do this and yeah. I do that? Yeah, what happens with the hard work you put in? Like I think it's... <laughs> Life, if you've got a bad relationship with your father, it's going to require a fuckload of work to get it to a good place. Mm. But does that mean throw the towel in because the hard work's there? Does it mean that you need a good relationship with your dad? Well, maybe if you think you need one. Mm. And so this is the thing. where Creative jobs, whether you're a freelancer, like graphic designer, video person, the business model is unknown. Like it's a weird business model. Yeah. It's not – we're in this confusing time where it's not – take this physical product. For a lot of people nowadays, yeah. it's not I mean, as old school. We make money from our client stuff, doing video yeah. production for clients. The end of the day, if we can be doing original stuff mm. that doesn't require that client interaction, mm. that'd be awesome. But it feels like we're potentially two to three years and of doing that properly. And so here's the, here's the reality of that struggle. Two to, th- two to three years down the track and you start thinking about what that actually is now when the reality is different. So which world do you live in? The reality of now or the reality of what it will be like if you make it there? Well, th- what, what scares me is this is our reaction to a video. This is how much like we blow up over a video when a few hundred people might see the video. I don't think what it happens, changes. Yeah, but no, but won't it... If, if we're like... A hundred thousand people are going to see this. Yeah. All of a sudden, that's going to be completely heightened. When we spoke to Matt Diavella in Sydney when we were up there, and it was like, "What's changed? You've since we last saw you, nearly like seven hundred thousand subscribers." Mm-hmm. He said, "Not much." Yeah. So this is where we we blur the thinking of. Uh, but those going, things get elevated, right? Nothing it, will be different. It's like finance, though. If you become rich, if you're an asshole, you just become a bigger asshole. Yeah. But I think I, – I get what you're saying. So if I'm neurotic over a small audience of, you know, 20,000 people listening mm. a but month – You said to me before you make every piece of video like it's going to be the best thing. It's going to be – it has to be better than every other piece that you've made. Well, I mean, it's, it's – That's slightly, a hard thing to no, live up to. but the thing is I think that it's, it's aiming for progression. In this video that I've made, how have I prog- progressed? Mm. And so – if when we're doing especially work for mm. clients, sometimes we don't have all the context to be able to do that. And so the pushback that I have is when it's like I need more info mm. and to be able to make this yeah. the best thing possible. Or if you're looking at an example and say I love this 
uh, example that you've done, Josh, and then they're like, okay, we want you to do this video, but we, this is our process. Mm. It's like, well, no, the reason why it was good is because I got to do X, Y, and Z. This is, I wrote here structure, flexibility. Mm-hmm. How the do balance. You, how do you have structure but also flexibility? Mm. It's, it's fucking hard. And some of these pain points in the creative space could be fixed by structure, mm-hmm. but then they also limitate it's a limitation to the project. How do we not add water or like throw water onto a creative fire that we have as individuals? Yeah. I mean, that was the solution for those base camp guys. They thought by they don't want people criticizing or saying, pointing out any flaw until they've gone out, gone away, thought about it as a full concept. I remember doing some corporate training like that was like the four hat thinking. Oh, you know, different fucking um, Hado, Hayden Wilson. Shout out to Hato. He's got that dude who wrote that book. Oh, really? That's Four cool. Thinking Hats. He's this Is old, that what it's old codger who's fucking genius. Yeah, the, but I also think that it could be a pain in the ass doing that shit. Like I can see that that It's a pain in the ass if you just want to get going and you don't want to no, hear it from anyone. But not even that, but just like the we've worked with each other long enough that we understand the trigger points. And so there's a little bit of gritting of the teeth mm. from both ends when you're saying that. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, I think... I don't think you've worked with somebody long enough until you've worked on this specific yeah. way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Like we were making our own videos and, you know, you were, oh, have you made yours yet? Have I made mine? It's mm-hmm. like that is a way where I'm making my own, you're making your own. There's no th- – you'd be in some of my videos but you yeah. wouldn't know what's going on mm-hmm. and you wouldn't need to ask because yeah. the investment's not there. I think that's when it's like – Hey, let's you come together and let's let's start talking about yeah. ideas. What are we going on? And you would have uh, just getting that. text messages, uh, B Mac. Uh, the thing is, you wouldn't see so if you look at the as individuals when we're making stuff. Mm. You would have probably never said, "Ah, nah, it's a shit idea. Don't do that." Nah. And so that's probably. I the did key. give you feedback, which you re-recorded the whole video. Oh, that's the right. Energy. It was low energy. You came back and smashed it for the digital minimalism. It's now one of your biggest videos. Yeah. Not saying that I had anything to do with that. I see but what you're doing. Potentially. Okay. It's a daily talk show, everyone. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com. What do you reckon? Yeah, collaborating with people. If has it been a pain point for you, even if you haven't verbally told the other person that it's been a pain point, but maybe you've felt the friction. Yeah, because I think that's all this is friction mm. in a collaborative process. You have it in relationships. I'm sure there's moments where Bree's mm. like, "It'd be so much fucking easier if I just got to cook for myself or worry about myself and not yeah. have to worry about." So it she us. dumps you. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's purely just about the meal prep. Yeah, thing. it's way you easier. You working <laughs> out Uber Eats on my own. But uh, <laughs> hi at thedailytalkshow.com if you want to send us an email. Did we get any email? Have we got anything that we want to um, talk about? Not really, I don't think. Do you know what I wanted to mention before oh yeah. uh, we go? Did you hear about this FaceTime? No, thing? I heard you banging on about What is so it? So the FaceTime uh, bug is uh, you can uh, face it. So this happened yesterday or day mm. before uh, where you would uh, FaceTime someone and then uh, while uh, – while you're FaceTiming them, you could add yourself to the FaceTime, right? So imagine Josh Jansen's calling Tommy Jacket. Oh, yeah. And then I add myself. I add Josh Jansen in contacts to the call. Okay. And what it would do was it would turn on your microphone on your FaceTime so I could hear everything. You could hear yourself. No, no, no. I could hear you hadn't answered the call. It's ringing. While it's ringing, I can hear your audio. Oh. That's fucking sick. Yeah. So they've so you get the 
Oh, it's fucking Josh. Yeah, you would get that. But imagine if... Hey, mate, how are you? Say if someone had it on silent, they didn't even know that it was... And so I could just Ah. keep doing FaceTime calls. But um, Apple have uh, turned off group FaceTime. Really? Well, that was the thing. It was like 20 or 50 people on a FaceTime? 38, I think. How do they come up with that number? Can we just see if that's right? Hang on. Yeah, it was a big number. I remember Trev talking to us about that. Fuck, I wonder if if that's only around for a day. 32 participants. Did anyone have a bad... Yeah, I wonder what the bad interaction. Yeah. Well, especially work, people would be like, oh, fuck, I can't be fucking being in this meeting. Hey boss. <laughs> I mean Far you'd have out. to your boss would have to be pretty psychopathic to do that to them. Because yeah. it's requiring them to do that thing. Yeah. Anyway, we, we continue the the streak. We haven't missed a show. It's been two hundred and seventy two. Two seventy two. He only says that because he was like, Maybe we just missed today. No like, fucking chance. I was like, We're, we're not we're not missing we're an episode. We need to break the glass, so if we just want to break, yeah, we, we definitely can. need to. It is, anno- it is annoying. We have to, but doing it daily requires yeah. a level of uh, uh, emotional responsibility mm. to be able to. We couldn't do it straight mm. afterwards because we'll both. It's one of Amy's most. Uh, she finds it the most annoying, but also is um, she commends me for it, which is having a blow up, but then also be able to just fucking turn it, pull it right down. But not even like, I don't think I have, I'm not like a mental case where I'm like, turn it off, I'm going to bring it all up later. Yeah. I literally can just, okay, let's fucking, let's just, let's just think about that later. I literally can do that. So you could be like swearing at each other in the car. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Turn off it. Hey everyone. Well, not to that extent, but definitely just like if I was at 110 emotionally, yeah. I could pull it right down to 40. Okay. And get on with it because I. But then, are you going to bring it up back? Is the the risk that have you got all this unpercolated no, shit I think that you're going to bring uh, yeah, up? Fuck. In when are I you was, feeling good now? Yeah, after I, the I'm just hot. I think okay. it is good. I th- but yeah. Anything else we need to talk about or? Uh, no, I remember having blow ups with my co-hosts in Shepparton. And on air ever or no? Um, Ever get real upset? It sort of moves to on air, but weird because you're not friends really you, you know like you've just met each other really so you're in this sort of working relationship where you've been at each other off air or silent and then come back turn the mics on and, and it's like <laughs> you're paid to be there to fucking put on a show what is the so you know my bit of not being very good at collaborating or yeah. that sort of shit what is your what was what's been the common feedback that you've received over the years about what you need to improve on um within what a creatively just like say within that, like what were the fights normally about? With who? On the radio. Oh, God, I can't remember. Honestly. Um, yeah, I, honestly. I cannot remember. What was a good end to the show? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you put me on the spot here. Yeah. Well, what, like was it, was it uh, I don't know, but you're, maybe not, you're talking over me? Um, nah. I, see, I, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't that. I can't remember. It's the Daily anyway, Talk Show, right? If you're watching and, and you were my old co-host, let me know. Yeah, it, well, uh, hi at the said, Daily Talk I Show. Think what I said to you was uh, I don't know if I'm actually the greatest of collaborators too yeah. because I had, hadn't made the distinction that there is one sort of leader and, and not. And so maybe I didn't put my foot down enough, in t- not put my foot down, speak up. Very early days of in radio, I definitely didn't because I was scrambling trying to understand what the fuck I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so there was a point where I started putting my foot down in in reference to 
like I want to say in this shit and and there was it caused friction. Have you ever identified uh, triggers where you go I feel like Bree and I are more likely to fight if she's driving and I'm in the passenger seat. <laughs> I think I get bored. Food for uh, for me yeah. for sure. Not eating. I think that's a lot of relationships. Mm. But mm. um no, I can I can sort of relate to that. Well, but I, I sort of go towards it. I actually enjoy the expression. <laughs> I enjoy you're the... You're a sicko. But do you get it? You're like a sicko. I, I know you're full... I, I've like literally walk, gone out. It's only until I've eaten to have the realisation. It's like, whoa, I just get on a roll and then I'm in, I'm down, I'm into this conversation. Mm. I can't stop talking. Yeah. I fucking can't stop. It would be good. Like I feel like I got to a point in my life where I may have gotten better with all this stuff. Mm. But I think the collaboration stuff is... It challenged. It's hard. I th- a year ago, I used to think I was fucking so zen. Yeah. I have yeah. the... Uh, well, there's... there's, the, there's the, the fucking... Un- uh, the... What is that book called? The one of like non-violent... Oh, no, non-violent, non-violent communication. communication. I think there's so much stuff in the in your head mm-hmm. and in my head when we're approaching something because you've only got your world and your life experience mm-hmm. and previous experience to deal with and make decisions based on all of that information. And that's where if two people have opposing views on collaborating, Mm -hmm. it's going to be friction. And so then it's like meeting in the middle. I agree. uh, We record every podcast as a video now. It's available Mm -hmm. on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash the daily talk show. And if you're actually (laughs) just watching this on YouTube and you didn't know this was a podcast, if you just go to thedailytalkshow.com or just Google The Daily Talk Show, you can actually subscribe to us through uh, any of the podcast apps. And leave a review. Oh, know. yeah. Actually, I read a really nice one. I haven't, I haven't got it up, but it was a nice one recently. Yeah. We so do. We get leave, some nice ones. Please, yeah, please leave more please. nice ones. Yeah, we need it right or now. Or a bad one, but at least just do the five stars. Thank you. <laughs> the Daily Talk Show. Have a good one, guys. See you guys.